You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Welcome back to a special short episode of 9 to 5 Does Fantasia. I think I've kind of lost track. This might be like episode 9 or 10, and plus we had interview episodes. So I, I'm like, I've completely lost total count. I really hope you everyone is enjoying these and as much as I enjoy just continually sitting here and talking about movies. We only have one movie on the episode today, and it is the Canadian premiere from director, I guess co-directors, Andy Mitten and Jesse Holland. Uh, we go on. Do we? We do. Uh, I mean, yeah, the film pretty much, uh, specifies that we, I mean, I guess if you watch the trailer that it's like, that's the point of the movie is whether or not we go on to anything after death. Um, so so yeah, the premise of the film is this guy, Miles Grissom, who is sort of like racked by, uh, all kinds of phobias. Uh, He's like, he can't drive a car. He's afraid of driving. Uh, he's afraid of decay. He's like afraid of all this stuff. You, you find out pretty early on that his dad, uh, his dad died when he was really little. Uh, okay. He feels that he's going to be able to overcome a lot of these phobias if he can determine one way or the other that there is like life after death. Huh. So he uh, spends all the money he has to take out an ad in the Los Angeles Times or whatever, offering $30,000 for incontrovertible proof that there is life after death. And uh, there That's 30000 I feel like people have been looking for this for literally millennia. Right, but, but he's, like, he's like, all you need to do is convince me. You know, like he's like, like he's he's accepting the fact that he's like, listen, if if I see a ghost, even if I can't prove it to anyone else, that's good enough. That's good enough. Right. You only need to prove right. it to me. You don't necessarily need to like document it in like scientific methods. He's like, if if you can give me a legitimate like supernatural experience, you know, yeah. thirty thousand okay. dollars is yours. I'm on board. Interesting. So yeah, and he they also kind of they establish he's a he's uh, a video editor. Uh, so he's kind of like, he's like his first round is just kind of like, send me some, like some video, what you think would constitute like video proof of your, of your shit. So obviously you can like use his little, all of his, you know, zooming on the pixels and whatever to be like fake, fake, fake. And like, yeah, yeah. He's seen a lot of pixels. Kind of, kind of go through, going through his, uh, his, his process and whatever. Um, and I mean, kind of like he, one thing that I think is kind of neat about the movie is that his sidekick character basically is his mom which yeah she's on board with him spending his fortune to see if there's life after death to overcome his phobia not as opposed to like therapy not really like she kind of really is pushing for him for therapy but he's like you can't uh convince me otherwise you know so like i'm gonna do this with or without you so she just kind of like gets on board to be like well i don't want people to like take my son for a ride i'm gonna like go with him protect him kind of yeah exactly but i just thought it was kind of okay. like it, it was kind of just a neat dynamic it's not something like you often like oftentimes horror movies are reserved for like only the young people go on these adventures and like the old people are either like the murderers or you know just like secondary like i just thought it was kind of neat to see like a father uh, not a father a mother son 
like duo kind of going on this little supernatural adventure to try to figure out if there's life after death. You know, like it was just like it's I, a, I honestly can't think of another film in which the like mother son relationship, like a horror film in which the mother son relationship is like a part of it at all. Yeah, like, exactly. That's it. And it's not even yeah. like it's not even like he, he goes and like does a little adventure and comes back and talks to his mom. Like most of the time, she goes out there with him to kind of like meet these people that are that are going through it. So. It, it just like just that in and of itself is kind of is kind of neat. I think uh, in terms of like the the tension and like and where the where the story goes, this this one is going to get really difficult to explain. I'm going to try to keep it nice and vague, and, but I'm certainly going to have to spoil it at the end to kind of make sense of any of it. Um, okay. In terms, well, let's just do the like the, the like super light version. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So he goes on this adventure, and I mean, you can kind of watch from the trailer that obviously, yes, like through means that we'll talk about later in the episode like he encounters kind of ghosts and then from there uh, like various things go wrong and he just sort of like needs to deal with like sort of like the the reality that he's like overcome like one of the first person first people that he kind of encounters it does sort of a uh, he explains that it's more children see ghosts so you kind of need to put yourself into like a childlike state to to get yourself scared enough to see ghosts so they kind of like it's important that you kind of go back to a place where you uh, like that you were really afraid of when you were a kid. So obviously like some jump scares and stuff kind of come out of that. In right. terms of the actual like tone of the movie, it's a lot more of a like there's not too many scares really that kind of happen. Like there there's a f- like it's a generally creepy throughout, but if you're kind of worried that it's just going to be like blah ghost like that happens, but I wouldn't say more than like two or three times in the entire like run of the film. That's kind of good, man. Jump scares are are kind of like cheap a yeah. little, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I would say that this film also uh weirdly suffers from uh the same thing that uh, that Abattoir did that we talked about in the last episode where they they explain they don't over-explain the way the way Abattoir does. Like they don't explain the same thing again and again and again. But they do explain the rules, like the ghost engagement rules, like far, far too well. And like, they're all the characters are like correct in the way that they think that the ghosts work. Huh. You know, which is like it 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 kind of took me out of it a little bit, where I was like, don't spell out all the rules for me, and then don't have them also like all be correct i'm like how would we know you know like yeah like i was like i was like you're, you're kind of continually waiting for that twist to be like we were wrong about everything you know like you're sort of like you the way that the setup is you're just sort of like you have like the scientific guy who's trying to really like measure the ghosts he has his theories and they're they seem to be pretty much right and then there's the medium woman who sort of explains how people are haunted and stuff and she seems pretty much right and then you actually have like some of the ghosts explaining their deal and just sort of like reinforcing everybody's theories and I'm like okay so we know everything about ghosts and how they work yeah it's like a classic element of horror the moment you explain it it's no longer scary yeah you know how it works you can play around it you know yeah exactly and like they they kind of they go out and they 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 sort of explain way too much I think that it sort of like breaks its creepiness and starts almost making it like kind of like sterile you know you're just sort of like I understand this is the ghost rules and this is what's going to happen and then one of two things will happen or whatever down the road right that being being said it's still like it's very smart like really really kind of like up there was a movie that I was trying to think of that was like a lot like um it has like that really that that indie film vibe but like kind of in a good way I'm uh, like 
I'm trying like, know, like right? <laughs> no, but I'm like I'm like I'm running through the list. Like I was like movies like like Resolution or movies like uh, what do you call it there? The the O O X O the Manual and oh yeah yeah yeah, that yeah was good. like like these which I these I think both of those films are better. <laughs> yeah. Then, then we go on, but it's still like you know, like they kind of have like that vibe. You're like small film, small cast, trying to just like exploring like a, a kind but of. But also, like, it was like it was like psychological, right? They're, you're like exploring an idea that happens to be scary more than you're making like a straight yeah, horror film. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, the manual, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's it. But I mean, but in the same thing, like I mean, like resolution, you don't get the explanation and that's one of the reasons why it works so well is you're just sort of like yeah, you're, yeah. you're not kind of having it spelled out for you and that's I think sort of one of the failings of, of We Go On that you have everything spelled out for you but I mean that's I guess maybe that's because I watch too many horror movies and too many ghost movies that I just kind of want to like leave it mysterious I think I'm sure like like they did a good job of explaining it and sticking to the rules and, and really explaining it out and since the whole entire point of the film is that the guy is trying to figure out these rules like I guess it makes sense. Like there's like that payoff where you're like this guy fucking set out to do a thing and he did it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I, I just I, sure. I, I, I would of of all the movies that we've kind of seen so far, this is one of the one of the ones I would recommend the most at the same time because like oh, okay. it is it is like it's interesting enough and it does have that indie vibe and it's not actually like it doesn't play it like a regular ghost story. It, it does a lot of things like really really creatively and really really imaginatively and, and sort of works it out. Like I said, I'll, I'll kind of get to that in some of those things in the spoiler section, but I would give it a recommendation if you're kind of, if you're if you're into that indie, oh, you know what movie this reminds me of a lot? Do you remember the one last two years ago, the the photo one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the one the one where they find the little machine that lets you take a picture in the future? Yeah, exactly. It's the, it where yeah, like the, yeah. the machine across the street kind of takes a picture of their living room. Oh. Time lapse or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it might like be that, time lapse. Yeah. Time lapse might be right. It's it's yeah. got that vibe. Like if you, if you, I mean, I'm recommending this obscure horror film by referencing another obscure horror film you might not have seen. But you know, sure. <laughs> that was more of a sci-fi. But yeah, it was great. Yeah, but, that's, but, that's but, what but I mean, yeah, but, it was like small. It had some holes in it, but but it was still like good fun. You know, like there was no. Yeah. yeah. All right, okay. so I am now gonna spoil this shit. Are you? I'm totally going to just because I just want to want to tell you about it. Yeah. Right, so These are the spoilers. Okay, so... Spoil time. Spoil time. Uh, so the guy gets a phone call that just basically, like, it just shows up on his voicemail even. He doesn't even get the phone call. And this Was it, it a ghost? Did it's a ghost, a ghost, a ghost call. So, right. like, the guy is just kind of like, um, oh, like, the, the woman in the clock told me about you. And then he goes, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, woman in a clock? And then he kind of sees that the, the video that he's editing at work has, like, this woman's face kind of, like, screaming in the grandfather clock in the background. And he's like, that's fucking weird. And then he kind of goes, and the guy says, you know, he's like, ah, I don't really believe in phones, but uh, but I go for, like, a 6 a.m. walk every day by the uh, by LAX, so you could meet me there. So he goes right. and meets the guy, and the guy basically leads the main character to this kind of abandoned building to the guy's own dead body, and then, like, touches him and then haunts him. And then he has, uh, like, kind of gets like. Wait, but doesn't doesn't the ghost by finding his dead body or having his dead body be discovered then get to not be a ghost anymore? No, that means he gets to haunt someone, which makes him, I think, more mobile. <laughs> like okay. it, it's just kind of like because like, the whole thing is that any ghost that's out around, um, like, that's still on Earth doesn't want to cross over into whatever is next. 
Like that's kind of the the premise that it sort of lays out. And I guess like the 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 insinuation is that you're sort of like he would be. You're, he's like the ghost is like stuck to a body. So like he was stuck to his corpse. Like he could only veer off like so far from the corpse. Yeah. But now that the guy has touched the corpse, he can now go to wherever the guy goes. Okay. So and, he's like being haunted now. Yeah, he's now being haunted. And then it's sort of like, oh, the ghost kind of like always has unfinished business, and it turns out that the ghost wants the guy to kill the ghost's ex-girlfriend so that they can <laughs> that they can cross over together. Wow. Okay. But then the guy is just sort of like, no. Yeah. And he's like, I just won't do that. And then he's like, well, I'm going to haunt you forever. And he's like, I'll just, I guess, I'll deal with it. <laughs> and you're kind of like, what the shit? And then that's the end. Almost, and then in like so yeah, we're, we're, we're I'm like, not gonna do that. I guess we're gonna be best buds. Well, exactly, but it's just sort of like it's yeah. kind of shitty. Like it's the same thing too, where like if uh, they also sort of establish that like if the person who's being haunted dies, it like forces them both to cross over. So there's even like weird things where he's like thinking about killing himself. But anyway, so then the, the ex girlfriend. So it turns out that the ghost is like a total piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, he wants the guy to just kill yeah, his yeah, girlfriend yeah. just so he can go. So she ends up showing up and then killing the main character, or like, or shooting the main character. Because she's like, you don't get it. He's such a fucking piece of shit. He'll convince you eventually. Wow. <laughs> like That's a pretty good, that's a pretty, like, like brave ending, though. Yeah. But I like then, that, yeah. But then it doesn't because he ends up sort of like not actually dying. He just sort of like his heart flatlines and he kind of comes back and then he sort of dies again at the end, like in a car accident or something. It's like, it's that's like, anyway, it's just like even, and also like the afterlife, they explain way too much. Like while he's talking to the medium, he's like, Oh, I can show you one of your previous deaths and they establish that it's reincarnation. And that like when you die, I don't know if everybody or just mediums can do this. Like, so obviously this guy is a medium and he's like a conduit, whatever. But he's like, they just basically establish that they're like, the afterlife is just straight up reincarnation. You get to be young again. And like, they they really kind of spell that out. And then it basically, that's pretty much what happens when his heart stops is that he goes back to being a kid and like having like a, he has like a memory and they're like, are you going to go back and whatever? And then he kind of gets rushed back to the present time, you know? Yeah. So I was just sort of like, why did you spell so much of that shit out? Like, you didn't need to get into the Again, action. this is the second movie in a row. They, they just explained too much shit. Like, if they didn't do, if they didn't have any of that in the film, and they just stuck with the girl fucking killing the guy, I would have been like, whoa! And I would have been like, ten on ten. But right. Because they explained so much about the afterlife, so much about the rules of how reincarnation works, so much about what happens afterwards, then they also don't pull the trigger on actually having the guy die. I just I was like those few things I was like, Man, you guys came so close to making such a like a cool indie psychological flick. Like uh, I again I, I mean I guess I just hate happy endings. I feel, I I feel like in an interview with these guys you would just like ask them, So did like the producer or something say you have to like wrap it up friendly style? Yeah, you know, you just, you just like imagine that they they have this like wicked cool ending, and then somebody was like, "Nope, that's not going to pull well with the kids." You gotta maybe, you gotta, like, maybe that's what happened. But yeah, exactly. It's just that they, they like I said, they explained too much. I think that they kept it. They like I would still like I said give this movie like a pretty pretty solid recommendation out of almost everything we've seen this year. I don't know, like eight on right. ten or something. But it was like it would be close to being like I, I was talking about on my blog, uh, or I was like I'm waiting for like that that one movie that I can like tell everybody like you need to see this movie. And this movie was like extremely close to being that movie. It just 
went and like neandered a little bit too long with explaining exactly how the afterlife works and exactly how the ghosts work, which I can kind of see what like that was the character's motivation. So that's like he is trying to figure all this out. I can I can see why they got there, but it just takes too yeah. long to get there. Anyway, okay. I think that does it for another episode of Nine to Five. Does Fantasia, John John? Sure does. Uh, and I have no idea what we're going to be. Seeing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure what I'm going to get out to tomorrow. I might be getting out there tomorrow. I know we have a friend who is in a short that we're yeah. supposed to try and check out, but it's at the Far Theater. <laughs> and there's. It looks like there's a bunch of good stuff tomorrow. So who yeah, knows? I'm going to try to get out to uh, Little Sister, if I can. Yep. Uh, the other one I want to see really badly, and I'm pretty much 100% going to go see, is Operation Avalanche, the latest from uh, Matt Johnson, who did The Dirties. Is something I really cool. want to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, Man, The Dirties, I've shown that to so many people. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. So his latest. All right. Thank you, very much for everybody, Bye, for listening. Did. Enjoy the rest of the festival. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie, and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So, uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, we're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey, and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia's been so great so far, so uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>